Here's looking at you, kid. You must have a big mouth. Me? I think I've talked to two Olympic swimmers, and the one is the one where he kissed me outside of the subway, and I started dying laughing in his face. There were these two dweebs in a Subaru. There's always something new to haunt you in your sleep. That's <laughs> sad. Around <laughs> Are we rolling? Hola. Hola. Como estas? Bien. You too? Bien. <laughs> That's literally all in Spanish asi. I know. <laughs> Did you take Spanish when you were in high school? Yep. And college. Oh. I took French. I'm a collegiate Spanish student. Oh, are you? Yep. Does that mean you're fluent? Absolutely not. <laughs> what was your name? Your Spanish name? Claudia. Claudia. <laughs> Because everybody was Katarina. Hmm. It's a great name, I must say. Yeah. Callie was Katarina. We were in the same class. Everybody that had a C was Katarina. And it was like Katarina D, Katarina M. <laughs> and I was like, I'll pick the other C name. It's like The Bachelor. Yeah, seriously. Like the last initial. Spanish names like that you choose for class are giving Bachelor. Yeah, we didn't do that. Did you do that? Yeah, in French. My class, or, oh, okay, we took different things. I took Spanish at our high school. Yeah. And we didn't do the Spanish name. So, of course, when I, like, go to college and everyone's like, oh, what was your Spanish name? We didn't do that. I wanted I don't to know be why. Theo or, like, Teo in French, I guess. But my professor... Teo just, is French? I think so. Or I think it, it was sounds Spanish, Theo too. Or something like that. But anyways, my instructor decided that I was going to be Adam. <laughs> that's literally how, how creative. I used to say it. Well, Theo, Theo is Greek. I'm almost positive Theo was an option for us. We for only had names. Spanish names in middle school. Once we got to high school, we just went by our normal names. I think um, you're right. I think we only had it in middle school. Yeah. Interesting. Did you take Latin in high school, Kath? Nope. I also took Latin. Did we have to? Well, everybody said that Latin was going to help you on the SAT. It was like... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I just had short-term memory loss. I did take Latin. You did? Okay, I thought so, because everybody in our no. high school took Latin. Yeah, I did, but not for long. Yeah, I think I'd, we I... We all I took it for year. a couple semesters. Yeah, like a year. I think I just did one year Did we have semesters in high school? Yeah. Was, it, was there like a first quarters. and second semester? Did we have quarters? No, there was semesters. I feel like it was quarters, right? Well, you had quarters and semesters oh. for... My high school, at least, we had both. Like, we got a report card every quarter, but then some classes, like your special classes, you would switch out every semester. Oh. We kind of, like, go down this memory lane every time we have a podcast episode, I feel like. It's what do you like, mean? We always find something to pull out we love of to a reflect. core memory. We yeah. love, love to, to reflect. reflect. It's because we're so sad that we're so old. I mean, it's true. We're getting old. We are. We're so close to 2024. I can like taste it. It's gross. I saw a meme today that said we're 20 <laughs> days away. Yeah. Did you see that one? But you're still processing 2019, 2019 which is supposed to be five years ago. How yeah. is that possible? How was 2019 five years ago? I don't, I was don't. Was 2019 the start of COVID? 2020. It was. 2019 was the start of COVID in other countries. It didn't get to us until 2020. Wait, when did me, you, and Julia February. go to LA? Because remember, we were on the flight and people were yeah. starting to wear masks, yeah. and Julia's mom gave us all masks. No, my mom. Oh, your mom. <laughs> Janie. Thank you, Janie. <laughs> my mom brought us like N95s. Yeah. She was like, here you go, kids. 
have fun. I'm also reminiscing because on that flight, that's the last flight I remember, we had like seven meals on that Delta flight. They kept bringing us out food and they don't do that anymore after COVID. What do you I mean? I don't remember that at all. I'm not even getting me, Colby and Julia were in like the bumfuck seats too. Like we we were in the <laughs> middle aisle. Yeah, we were in the middle. Well, we were in like basically the back of the plane though. Like we weren't in any special seats. Yeah, no, we were like in economy. Yeah, but the middle three of us aisle. occupied the mid- three middle seats, which yeah. was nice. It was just the three of us. But we had like seven courses on our flight from LA to New York. <laughs> they I do just not kept remember bringing that. food. Oh my God, I've never had that experience even before. That that was the last flight I remember us having a shit ton of food on a flight for. I Maybe prob- they had to get rid of it. Yeah, Maybe it was going to go bad. I don't think so. We kept getting like really good stuff too. Wow. And, I do not remember and now this. They don't, now we get freaking cookies. <laughs> The Which Biscoff cookies those on are Delta good. are so good. Yeah. Justice for the Biscoff. I we actually about this. want to buy those. We talked about it on our trip to we Miami, did. how I think the elite plain pairing is apple juice and a Biscoff cookie if you're flying Delta. I'm a ginger ale Biscoff. Katie called me a serial killer because I got water. He got <laughs> I always water. buy water. Yeah, but like that was, you can probably just get water. I've never done this, but if I wanted like apple juice and a glass of water, I feel like they can't deny me the two drinks if it's water. I always get a soda that I typically deprive myself of and then have it on a plane. Oh, it's like your treat? Sometimes I have like a Sprite. Yeah. I would never just like go buy a Sprite to have. Sometimes that sounds good on a plane. Well, usually my flight thing is I get a club soda and an orange juice and then I just mix it together. Oh yeah. And it's like my nice little treat. But then I went to the dentist last week and she didn't say specifically that it was an issue for me, but she was like you've really great teeth, make sure you don't start You're drinking enamel. start drinking any um what's it called sparkling water, club soda. Apparently Wait, why? It's really, apparently it shaves off the top of your enamel. You can't drink any? That yeah. sounds a little bit ridiculous. Why does it exist? Then? Nobody has ever told me that and I drink so much soda water. Well, I used to too and now I'm like, "Meh." No more soda water. Because I, oh. I drink way too much coffee. I'm like, I already have one vice that's destroying my teeth probably. So Why is fun bad for you? I don't, I don't know. care. Fun? I'll be toothless. Yeah. <laughs> I can get fake ones. Homeless and toothless? Like, Except- what do you... <laughs> toothless, not homeless. Toothless, not homeless. <laughs> what is a girl to get at the bar if you can't have soda water? Um... I don't know. I feel like wine is really tequila acidic. water. I feel like wine's acidic. So doesn't that break down your teeth enamel too? I'm assuming. I think quite literally everything is bad for you. So my hygienist was very specific on the club soda. She was like, "Well, club soda might be bad for you because that is like so high in sodium." Sodium? Whoa, 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 no! Club soda is literally just sparkling water. No, it's not. Oh, I'm googling this. Maybe you're thinking of something else. Oh, tonic water. Yeah, you're thinking thinking of tonic. Club soda is literally just sparkling carbonated water. Well, whatever. Because I hate tonic water. Tonic water, they put sugar and bunch of shit in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, water, carbon dioxide, and some word I can't pronounce. I never call it club soda, so maybe that's why I'm getting <laughs> Well, it, it says club soda on the label. Yeah. Why do they call it club soda? Like, well, why? some places. By me, it's called seltzer. I think I use them interchangeably. Yeah. Club soda and seltzer. Why maybe is it called a- club soda? Do you want to know? Is club soda a brand? Or club a brand? Just why it's called club soda. Sure. Just sure. in general. In the 1830s, this guy in Hungary opened a large-scale carbonated water factory. The original trademarked, trademarked club soda was made by this brand in Dublin, Ireland in 1877. The club refers to the Kildare Street. It's spelled K-I-L-D-A-R-E. Kildare Street Club in Dublin, which commissioned them to produce it. 
So technically, so they're saying like, okay, it was kind of first invented in the 1830s, technically in hung- Hungary, but it was officially trademarked in 1877, and it was named after that club. a bar, I guess, or a club. Interesting. So they called it Club Soda. Interesting. Well, anyways, that's my long story oh, about a, why I got water. It's a historical flight. members club in Dublin. Members only. It's like Soho House. And it's called the yeah. Kil- Kilmore Club? Kildar. Kildar Club. I'm saying it wrong, probably. Kildare. Someone that's Irish. K-I-L-D-A-R-E. Street Club. So it's like Soho House commissioned a drink. And then they call it like Soho Water. Love. But this this club did it in the 1870s. Interesting. So we can blame them for all of our tooth problems. <laughs> but... See, I never heard that though before. I've like, never I don't heard think of it. my hygienist had said that mistaken. to me before. Danielle says that, or her hygienist, dental hygienist, says that kombucha is bad for your teeth. I wonder why. Like she, maybe it's the, she the has cut back on her kombucha and her ginger shots because oh, those two things. Sanity? She said that. I think I'm saying this right. Danielle, correct me if I'm wrong, but she said that her dental hygienist has like told her that she needs to cut back on those things because it's affecting her teeth. Oh, shoot. Because it's like so much acidity, I guess. Interesting. So, word to the wise. Word to the wise. I don't know. Don't cheat. Just live your life. Don't cheat on your teeth, my dad says, but also like, wait, there's so many conflicting things. You can get veneers. Don't cheat on your teeth, but also like live it up because, you know, you only got one life. Yeah, but you don't want to have some busted up teethers. Well, I, I'm good for now. That's fair. <laughs> there are That's, much worse things that could be doing. Yeah. Did so you I'm going to drink your, um, seltzer. Did we you could, look at your wisdom teeth out? Yes. Yeah. I refuse. I have a whole video on the internet about it. What oh, do you really? mean you refuse? I didn't have a choice. Every year they suggest that I should Mine eventually get them out. Mine oh, were really? growing in sideways and hurting me. Like oh. literally drilling into the side. Like they were growing in sideways. So I had to get them out. My mom always <laughs> pressured us. She was like, we have to get your wisdom teeth <laughs> taken out before you have finals because they always say when you're stressed out about finals, that's when your wisdom teeth start to come in and cause you problems. So I had <laughs> the x-rays taken to get it done. I remember and literally had my appointment scheduled in maybe two weeks before I was supposed to actually have the procedure done, I started getting this excruciating pain like in my whole face and I couldn't open my mouth basically what? more yeah, than like really an inch. Painful. It was so painful. And I went to the dentist that day and my tooth was infected or like the gum around my tooth was infected. So I had to take penicillin, which then I found out I was allergic to that. And I was so sick from it. And then I had to emergency get them taken out like 36 hours later. That sounds like a rough week for you, That's Cole. That's brutal. Holy yeah. shit. Brutal. That sounds horrible. My I'm also face didn't really swell that much, though. Oh, mine from was huge. infection? Mine was yeah. like a chipmunk. And I didn't even have an infection. I just went through the surgery like a normal person. Yeah. But you must have a big mouth. Me? Because like they, they're in there still and fine. Yeah, I think they grew in, so... Like, that's you, crazy. Some people have enough space for them. I guess I do. I have a big mouth, then. clearly we did not. No. I'll take it. We're petite. We're petite. <laughs> we're, we're teeny. Have you ever seen that girl on TikTok who has a giant mouth and she stuffs, like, massive seven-foot-long no. subs in her throat? Wow. It's really crazy, honestly. That's wild. She has the biggest mouth I've ever seen, and that's her TikTok bit. It's just shoving massive quantities of food in I her bet mouth. guys like get off to yeah that. i was gonna say i bet her comment section is a wild place it is <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> big mouth 
Oh my god. It's good to show you can get famous from anything these days. Seriously. Okay, Adam, how about you take it away? I'll take it away this week. How about you take it away? Welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Girls, how we doing? Just grand. Are you about to read yeah. the surprise? Yeah, I have a surprise. Katie's I'm trying so to excited over there. <laughs> You're going to know what it is. Katie texted really? Colby and I, and she was like, I have a surprise for you guys. And I, of course, asked, is it a treat? Because every, every time Katie says she has a surprise for us, <laughs> I just want a little treat. The ornaments last week, yeah, couldn't keep those. This one, you, you, you can keep it as a memory, I guess, but it's not like a tangible object. To consume. The first segment of both this episode and the last episode has been you diving no, into surprise. First segment was clearly the teeth conversation we just had. <laughs> well, that was usually lengthy. it goes, we dive into something random, yeah. and then we dive into the juice. Well, And this juice, the second juice... This juice is good. ...has been the surprise. Is the juice worth a squeeze? Well, the girl that... I think I can say her name. Yeah. She uh, puts in so she, much work. She's a match made partner Megan, at this point. Megan. I'm not going to say the last name just out of privacy, but Megan, if you're listening, you are the match made MVP because this is the girl, the girl that brought us the Excel doc with all of the guys we've dated this year and details has and now this year. Oh, <laughs> in past years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You guys. Uh, Colby and I are really yeah. you guys this are, year. I mean, I don't. You said it, not me. But. In all years of us doing this podcast, which it feels like it's been a year, but it's actually been many. Like Two. We were slacking. Yeah. Anyway, she made us an Excel doc. We were working all, on ourselves. Of all the people we've dated. Okay. <laughs> of all the people we've dated. And now the same girl has created a 2023 dating wrapped with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Oh, God. <laughs> and so... It's going to be two people. <laughs> this is Match Made in Manhattan 2023 wrapped, and it begins with... It says, Adam, did you open it? Did, did you see what it looks like? Oh okay, my God, so it, says, it looks oops, exactly like a Spotify wrap. Yeah. It's like, actually adorable. She, so cute. I don't know how she did this, if like on Canva or what, but it's like the most adorable thing. And it starts with, girls, how we doing? I love Adam, it. A little tribute to you. This year, Matchmade put out 44 podcast episodes. Go Four, us. Good work, Four team. guests were brought on. We need to work on that. We need more guests. Um, okay, but that's it. That's the thing. We always say we're going to do more guests, and then the people are like, "No, we want just you." <laughs> it is a lot of voices. I understand. It's like a lot of action with four Query people speaking. Yeah. I think if like there's a week where maybe like one of us can't come or whatever, we should like, Danielle Jordan. So we had Brooke, Danielle, Clara, and other Danielle on the podcast this year. The girls and Adam took many trips, and they literally tallied up every place we went this year. Oh, my God. I know. Miami, Turks and Caicos, California, Montauk, the Hamptons, San Francisco, Chicago, Nantucket, Copenhagen, Spain, Portugal, Cabo, Italy, Florida, Maine, to name a few. That's wild. <laughs> we had a year. We were all over the map. And then they literally went through each of our dating wrapped, like all the nicknames of the guys that we've seen this year. So Let's hear them. For me... <laughs> The 30 year old. This is an encyclopedia. <laughs> no. Okay, for me, it's the 30 year old lawyer, which I actually forgot about. Yes. We went to a Mexican restaurant. Now I remember Hat Trick, red hair. I the remember Hat guy. Trick, yeah. Yep. Teach me how to hold, how to properly hold a baseball bat guy. Yeah, he was the bald guy. Yeah. Oh, him. yeah. Don Julio. From maybe your trip? Yeah, maybe that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. From yes, Mexico? yes, yes. Yes. Don Julio was Mexico. Because Don Julio, who then, you then saw at Stagecoach. I saw at Stagecoach. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
how did I forget that about that? That was crazy. Oh, wow, there's been so much. Mutual friends guy. Mutual friends guy. Mutual friends guy. See, it's crazy how I like literally don't remember any of this. I know. Okay, Hawkeye from the Daphne bathroom. What? I remember what, that. What you doing in the Daphne bathroom? I remember Katie? she met the guy washing her hands. I actually do remember that one. Oh, yeah. And you made out with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yes, we did. Oh, my God. And he lives in the Hamptons. And then we... Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. We, we spent the whole day together after yes, that. Yes, you did. Okay, I remember now. Oh, wow. See, I need... This girl, I needed you. Megan. Secret shady date, two dates in one night. Who could forget that? <laughs> I could... That was the best, that one was of the best so stories wild. that we've had on this I podcast. I was so shook. I was so shook that I even did that. Like, I was clearly spiraling out of control. If I had to... If I felt the need to, like go on a shady date and not tell any of you guys like that's when i'm doing i'm i'm off my rocker like something's wrong it you're doing iconic. the most <laughs> doing the worst the anyway best. so the then, most. of Seriously. course after that bfg who technically was before that but during and he was the last guy that i dated before jack, jack aka prince harry it says jack aka prince harry that's Aww. cute anyway okay moving on colby Literally two people. <laughs> Colby's 2023 dating wrapped. Um, the first one, five guys. Five guys? Don't recall. Because of the deadly attraction candle. Oh. I remember the deadly attraction candle. I, I remember do too. I remember it worked briefly. I forgot that was even this year. Five and then guys. I hunkered back down. Maybe you matched with five guys after you did that. I don't know. I don't know. LinkedIn man. Yes, He's he resurfaced. <laughs> he did resurface. <laughs> the guy from the chicken box. Yes. Oh. Yes. Man's Rip. <laughs> R.I.P. PJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah, PJ. He worked for... He sold oh, private, yeah, private yeah. jet. Private yeah, yeah. jet. I was like, PJ? Yeah. I thought that was his name. I'm like, yeah. that's no. nefarious. Well, you didn't end up getting to go on a date with him, though, right? No, I did. Oh, you did? She did. Yeah. She talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Was that the one at the bar at um the Italian place in... Uh, Tribeca? No, we went to Weather Up, oh, which right, is like right. a cocktail bar. I remember. And then f- finally, uh, listener set up that didn't quite occur. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What? I still wish that happened. I know. Whatever happened to that? I emailed her back and I was like, she's in. I was down. Here's her number. And then nothing happened. I was down. What I must say, though, I you? did get two hinge matches that man- or messaged me wait, wait, wait. last week. So what happened? What's I don't the, know. This is virtually the worst time to try and meet someone. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. You're you right. Yeah. I think after New Year's is like the time. Yeah. People are reinventing themselves. Correct. And are on the prowl to like have someone to do it with. Or dry January also is. Um, yeah. So depending on, depending on which way you look at it. Anyway. All right. Adam. Finally, Adam's 2023 dating wraps. You actually have quite a few on here, Adam. I feel like I like you did talk a to a lot of guys. Yeah. Okay. A lot of those are going to be double dippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think we have the same number. Okay. Number one is Voldemort. Of course. He should not be named. Oh, duh. I know him by a different name. <laughs> and he who must not be named. Number two is Boston. Boston. I did go on another date with him. Mm-hmm. Or a few dates with him this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. True. Then blacked out on six martinis guy. We, yeah. We did try to schedule another date. We didn't end up going. <laughs> yeah, you have to explain the status of each person. Next one. We gave, we gave the clip notes alongside each. Next one is Canada. 
Canada. Oh, I'm in love with Canada again. That's a recent recent thing. (laughs) Maybe one day they'll meet. Canada and I went on the FaceTime date, and then Colby, this is an update for you. He actually was in Miami while Katie and I were. Oh, my God. Or no, he was. But this is what happened. He saw that I was in Miami. He replied to my Instagram story, and he was like, wait, are we finally going to meet? I'm coming to Miami for Basel. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm actually in love with you. This is perfect. And but he was coming in at 3 a.m. on Saturday. Katie and I uh, left at 8 a.m. on Saturday. So he literally was like, if you want to get a coffee at 5 a.m., I'll literally Uber to your hotel. Oh, and I was like, I don't think you want to see me at 5 a.m. <laughs> like, that's probably not the best idea. I think that's romantic. Yeah. Romantic. But he's, coming to, New- he's coming to New York in January. So, OK. Hey, that's soon. Very. All right. So Canada's still in the running. Okay, still active. Next one is doing it for the plot guy. In, in parentheses, lazy eye. That is so funny. Wait, I, I can like vaguely oh remember. Oh my God. That was the guy that, who you went to drinks with at Jackson Bond and he was reading the book. <gasps> yeah, he oh my brought, God, yeah, yeah. Oh he my brought God. the book and he had like the book under his arm or he was like reading when he walked in and yes. we were like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It was a lot. Yeah. That was performative. What yeah. happened to him? Um, I think we just never talked again after the first date. Oh. Remember, I just wasn't into it. Yeah. Yeah. Same as PJ. Fair enough. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. PJ. Next one. Let's take a guess. Um, I think he's like the most famous the, match made guy. Where Alex had to pick me up? For you. No, no, no. Just like the famous. Oh. The girls ask about him all the time. Montauk coffee guy. Yeah, of course. Montauk oh, right. coffee guy. Right, right, right. He's next. Then he Olympic swimmer. The DMs. He was. Who was the last one? Olympic or, swimmer. Oh, Olympic swimmer. Yeah, I was going to go on a date with him. We didn't end up getting to go on a date though. Oh, no. Did we? <laughs> did I go on a date with him? I don't know. Oh. I'm not remembering him for some reason. Is, isn't he the one that I... I think I've talked to two Olympic swimmers, and the one is the one where he kissed me outside of the subway, and I started dying laughing in his face. That's definitely this guy. You think that's that one? Because it's right before Married Man. <laughs> yep. There we are. Married Man is next. <laughs> that was this year. No, that was last year, actually. That was last year? Yeah. Because oh. then Married Man... I no, Fire up. Island. I thought that was this summer. Was that, that was last summer. Oh my God, time flies. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. But, but he... It's probably on this list because we talked about him this year because he came back and I was supposed to see him again. Okay. Well, then that's why he's on the list for yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Megan, you're good. I know you were holding your <sighs> you're, breath you're there. You're safe, Megan. You're sweating. You're safe. <laughs> you're marked safe. Uh, next is non-assertive guy. Um. Oh, the oh, oh, the guy that I went on all the dates with three dates and he never made a move and then he got mad at me and then, remember? Yep. We went yep. to the Waverly and then and then he was like, okay, we're going back to my apartment. Is this we- when he didn't want to split the entree? Is that him? Yes, he was yep. too too bougie to do family style. He didn't want to do family style, nice so he knew he was out. And okay. also made me sweat the bell at all these five dollar star restaurants <laughs> that he's picking. Okay, and then I last, spent a lot of money dating him. Anyways. Is Irishman. And then the Irishman. That's also the last guy I've hooked up with. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's good. She is good. Megan she's hit it. Good. Nail on the head, Megan. <laughs> okay, this is funny. The last page, or I think this is the last page random statistics or oh. stats i don't think i read the slide random slot stats um how many run-ins with the law three this is like there's a number and it's like uh, it's katie and the hamptons yeah. okay adam's rental car saga oh yeah adam's lit birthday picnic yes. and cops called it montauk yes so we had three there was another run-ins, one run-ins when i got katie's car oh yeah. donutted did we even whatever. talk about that? I don't know. The booted. Yeah, I got her car booted. If we didn't talk about that on the pod, that's crazy. <laughs> no, we didn't. that was actually a crazy story. We didn't because Megan would have known. Megan would have caught. And I, yeah. I don't think we did. Yeah, Colby. Uh, well. <laughs> that was not my fault. I lent. So I was. Volvo lent me a car. 
And I was like, hey, girls, you can use the car. Because, like, you know, I wasn't using they it. They wanted to go mine. shopping for an outfit. You guys wanted to go shopping. I already had my outfit for the night. So I was like, I'm going to chill at the house. You guys took the car and tragedy struck. We parked in a lot that <laughs> our friend Allie, who is out in the Hamptons for a long time in the summer, parks in frequently. She said it was perfectly fine to park there. And we returned to a boot on the car and we all made a pact that we were not going to tell Katie about it. And Adam's like aggressively texting us like, oh, my God, you guys have been gone all day. Where you are were, you? you were gone yeah, like, I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> Four hours. We're like, where are you? Well, an hour <laughs> plus of that was spent with Mia trying to negotiate with the parking lot people on the phone being like, we were here within the two hours to come get the car. We just went in to go buy a coffee somewhere, which was a lie also. So then me and Shay finally were like, we just have to go get the money to pay for this because we're in the wrong. It sucks. But it, I think it was like $250. Yeah, Total, that's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To get the boot taken off. Yeah, that's nuts. Not great. It was just very unlucky because there were these two dweebs in a Subaru that were like driving around and they had like four parking lots that they had to monitor in the area. And they just so happened to be at ours right when our time was up. Damn. I was pissed. How did I figure out this information? Did you tell me? I thought somebody told you and I was like, Oh my God, you've told her or something like that. All I know is I figured it out and well, it was fine. I mean, you guys, there was no damage. Yeah. You took care of it. It so. doesn't. It's a parking ticket at the end of the day. There's yeah. no record of it. It's not your permanent record. Okay, four run-ins with the law this year. Yeah, we're, so doing, that, we're doing great yeah. matchmaking. We'll count that. Although, I would say the Montauk House one was definitely took the cake. That definitely. Was a good one. I've never been so scared. No, I recount that very frequently. <laughs> Katie sprinting across the lawn in her thong bikini. In my thong bikini. Just picture it. Anyway, next number of games played. Three. He's a 10, but would you rather red flag game? Where do you draw the line? Yeah, but also where do you draw the line? I think that's red flag. Would you rather? Oh, red flag game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We love games on this pod. Then one new podcast venue, Katie's new apartment. Oh. Yes, we switched venues this year. True. We We started this year in the loft, and now here we are. That's crazy that that was this year. I know. Isn't that crazy? I've moved. I've done a lot. Why do I feel like a million things have happened this year? Because they have. Like, I feel like this has been a crazy year. And then one new relationship in parentheses, sunflower emoji. Good. Oh, that's so sweet. Good work. That is really cute. And then the final slide, it shows Megan, the person that sent this in, her stats. She listened to Match Made for a total of 2,301 minutes this year. Um, And she said, thank you, Katie, Colby, and Adam for an amazing 2023. You gave me something witty, relatable, and fun to listen to while driving to work, getting ready for a date, or on a road trip. Seriously proud of each of you for this year of self-growth and coming into yourselves. Can't wait for more in 2024. I love her. Isn't that so sweet? sweet? Yeah, it's funny. The subject line was match made 2023 wrapped follow up from the spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, I love you. She's so sweet. That anyway, makes me so that happy. That is amazing. I just thought it'd be good to start it off with a little refresher of our year. That was a good refresher. We've done a lot. No, because I'm like reminiscing and I'm like, what the heck? All that stuff I know. happened Yeah, this we year. like kind of forgot half the people on the list. I know. That just goes to show you think like something like especially. Oh, Meet Cute wasn't on there. Oh, yeah. 
Wait, was that well, this year? Well, Meet You was last year. No, that oh. was last year, yeah. I remember oh. it ended right after your birthday. My lord. It, like... Anyway, I thought that I would remember that forever. Like, it'd be so fresh in my mind and, like, scar me for life. I forgot it. There's always something better around the corner. Yeah, you forget. Things, like, fade away, so... Always something better. There's always something new to haunt you in your sleep. That's <laughs> sad. Around the bend. <laughs> well, I have to say, this is a great Monday because we have a lot to look forward to this weekend. We sure do. Because Colby's annual roommates how do you describe it your roommates throw this annual holiday party every year correct and it's approaching on saturday i'm very excited we have a new venue it's going to be very fun we've curated an amazing playlist we've started gathering decor we went to go visit the venue this past weekend and it's great it i think will be a good spot for parties moving forward it's pretty much like a blank canvas. They're not decorated for Christmas. And we were like, we have to do something. Gotta jazz it up. So yeah. I have actually kind of a crazy weekend before that because my sister is turning 40, which my other sister turned 40 last year. So second 40th birthday party, two years running. Is 40 but when you say over the hill or is that 50? 50. Oh, okay. Sorry. But- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Why do they say that? Because you're halfway to 100, is that why? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Oh my god, it's your half life. I think people, yeah. Well, 40s great. Is that? Yeah, Kim so, Kardashian's 40, isn't she? Yeah, they're all Kim's in 40. Yeah. she's in her 40s. Courtney's she's 43, I think. What? Yeah. Wait, I'm googling. She's 43. No, Kim is 43. So oh, wow. Courtney's 44. Chloe's 39. Chloe's still in her 30s. Kylie's what 26. The heck? Crazy. What the heck? Anyway, sorry, continue. So she's turning 40. Great yes. age. So I am leaving New York very early on Friday, going to Boston, attending what was intended, supposed to be a surprise party uh, for my sister Megan, but her husband didn't inform their babysitter that she wasn't supposed to know about it. So she told Megan that she was babysitting and... Oh man! Megan was like, "Why are you the babysitting?" The beans were spilled. <laughs> How but bad does the babysitter feel? I don't know if she knows. Okay, that it's her fault. Don't tell her because, <laughs> oh my god, it's the babysitter. I would be mortified. Yeah, same. But she was bound to find out anyway. Um, so then I'm coming back first thing Saturday, and we have the gals on the go live show. Yes, we do. Yeah. We will be there. Hope to see a lot of you there. If you're also gals on the go fan. And people will be listening to this on Friday morning. So oh, yeah. Like so we'll see before. you tonight. See you tonight. I don't know what no, I'm no, wearing. No, it'll be the next night. So oh, Because right. we're going Saturday, right? Oh, my God. Right. I think it was on a Friday last year. I think you're right. I could be also be wrong. At That's the, also a possibility. At but the Chelsea Theater, right? Yeah. Gramercy Theater. That was last year, yeah. yeah. This year, it's at Town Hall. Yep. It is at Town Hall this Where's year. Where's that? I don't know. It sounds it's very, like... further in Midtown. Ambiguous. Oh, it's okay. like... It's Bigger. at Town Hall. Wait, I'm pumped. But okay, so we have that, and then we have Colby's party, and we're going to have so much fun. And Adam has a birthday party. Oh, God, Colby had to drop it in. <laughs> of course, Adam has a birthday party. I actually have two birthday parties. If you oh. need him, he's always... He... <laughs> don't worry, Adam's not coming to the... <laughs> no, I am. I'm literally popping into both yeah, birthday don't parties. Don't worry, Adam's going to, to four parties in one night. 
This episode is sponsored by AG1. When I started drinking AG1 daily, I noticed a fundamental difference in my health. It was so much easier for me to get all of the different vitamins and minerals that I need to get through my day, stay focused, make sure that I'm working optimally and staying healthy and fit. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your base health. I constantly recommend AG1 to my friends and family because, I mean, it's just become such a staple in my daily routine. I can't imagine going on without it. It's really helped me with my exercise goals, just making sure that I'm not super sore after my workouts. And honestly, I can't think of a better thing to implement in the new year if you're starting out with fitness or just wanting to look after your health a bit more. AG1 could be a really great thing to implement, in my opinion. I agree. My mom is already asking me to bring the travel packs home when I come home for Christmas. Yeah, what a great stocking stuffer. Elena, you listen to this? <laughs> your kids made you want in your stocking. <laughs> If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash matchmade. That's drinkag1.com slash matchmade. Check it out. Get your stocking stuffers like us. I'm going from Gals on the Go directly to the one birthday party where I'm staying for 30 minutes, and then I'm going to the next party par- birthday party for 30 minutes, and then I'll be at your party by 10.30 p.m. sharp. Perfect. You better wear some comfy shoes for all that travel. And Don't we shiver, have guys. the space until, I think, 2 a.m. Incredible. Will you even be there at 10.30? I might honestly be the first person to your holiday party. I will be there. I'm going right from the show. Oh, okay. Perfect. I have to go from my Amtrak to the venue to decorate, home to shower and get ready, go to gals on the go and then go back lord have mercy venue. guys we have a quite the weekend but it's also the last weekend before the holidays i feel like so we kind of yeah. need to i think everybody is having an insane weekend yeah this, this is weekend. like the last hurrah what are we doing on friday it's the last hurrah do we have plans i'm going to the rockets oh you'll be in ball oh my god sorry you can Audio, come please. to boston <laughs> should i come go yeah, to boston you, early you can <laughs> Go to Boston. I'm going to see the Rockettes. That was so fun. For the oh, first wait, time. With Jack. Yeah, I saw the Rockettes. Actually, my very first time ever coming to New York City when I was probably like nine. We went to the Rockettes as a family. I remember I wore this god-awful turquoise silk top that I thought I was that bitch. Like, it it was like a peplum. Like a a peplum top. You know peplum? Yeah. Where it like flows out. It's like oh, tight. Yeah, yeah. It's like a maternity top, but I was nine. And then like slacks. <laughs> I wore slacks. Slacks were a thing. But imagine, I don't wear slacks. I wore velvet pants for sure when I went, when I was like six. But you thought you were that girl. Totally. My mom like, made us wear ugly Christmas sweaters that <laughs> probably weren't quote unquote ugly Christmas sweaters, but they look like ugly Christmas sweaters now. Wait, speaking of Christmas, I have a question. I saw this on TikTok. I was like watching some stuff. When did you find out Santa wasn't real? I actually remember it so clearly. Do you remember? Because I actually don't have like a distinct memory. I do. Of finding out. I just like think over time I was like, okay, the jig is up. Yeah. I I had a traumatic experience. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember how old I was. But I wasn't that old and wasn't that young. But my uncle, I've definitely talked about this before. My cousins, who are two boys, grew up next door to us. And they would come over on Christmas morning and we'd like show each other what we got for Christmas and like fuck around. And then 
I we were like playing somewhere and their dad definitely thought that we were all off somewhere. Oh no. And he was in the kitchen with my parents and I was walking into the kitchen from our staircase and he was like yeah tara and i just write on the gifts with our left hand i think we don't get too creative or something and i overheard their whole conversation talking about their strategy of how they wrap their presents and everything and i literally was like jaw on the floor i don't know if my older sister knew or if that's like when i started being a gatekeeper of secrets <laughs> for my family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you kept it a secret. You didn't tell you. You didn't ruin it for everybody else. Colby knew who she was at a very yeah. early age. <laughs> she was the keeper of secrets in her yeah. household. Wow. Yeah, I don't like distinctly remember. I remember when I learned the tooth fairy wasn't real. That was before Santa. Like I held on to Santa for as long as I could. I think I did too. But the my- tooth fairy and the Easter bunny were kind of in one fell swoop, like figured out those weren't real. Cause I was always hanging out with like some older girls in my neighborhood. Cause it's just, you know, we all kind of were lumped together. Yeah. And I'm laughing because my mom literally to this day will wrap us <laughs> presents and we'll be like, Oh my God. That's so nice. I didn't even ask for that. And she'll be like, Santa got her. <laughs> she always does that. That's precious. She's always like, I don't know. Santa knew you wanted it. <laughs> My parents do the same thing. And they'll write some presents are from Santa and some right. presents are from mom and dad. I always wondered how they chose those things. Like, why? What are certain things that are from Santa? Like, did they give you, like, save the best presents to be from them and then, like, the okay presents to be from Santa? That would be a good strategy. Like the big gift. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Growing up, I always got like one big gift and yeah. it was like, like a CD player or something. Yeah. Like a Razor scooter. And that would always be from mom and dad. So I think my parents did the opposite. Because like, they wanted yeah. to take credit Santa for it. Santa definitely got me my Razor scooter. Oh, so Santa yeah. had the big bucks. Yeah. yeah. Santa, Santa had, was the money, was the breadwinner. <laughs> my parents gave me like socks. Yeah. Fuzzy socks. My dad wanted to keep the magic of Santa. Yeah. Alive and well. So he and my mom gave us trash gifts and Santa was over here giving us like Wii consoles and Xboxes. Yeah. So Santa was pianos. like, Santa was the MVP. Santa was hyped up. Santa was definitely the MVP. Wow. I kind of miss that part of Christmas. Well, actually my dad still kind of does it though. So it still feels like Santa's like doing this whole thing. Well, I feel like you lose the magic. I don't want to say like all magic is lost, but it definitely was more magical when you believed in Santa. But then like, I feel like the magic is regained when you have kids that believe in Santa. Yeah, I feel like it like, makes it even better. Or when you're surrounded at least by kids. Like, I don't, I have, what are, what are they called? My cousins. I was like, Elf I don't have any nephews. Oh. I don't have nephews oh, yet. Oh, oh. I was like, nieces and nephews? No, that doesn't sound right. That's what you have. Yeah. I have cousins, like young cousins yeah. that believe in Santa. And just being around them is like, Aww. it's so fun. It puts it back in, you know? Like, we don't uh, have that anymore. All my cousins are old. Like, did you do um the NORAD when you tracked Santa on the yes. computer? Yeah, because my parents always wanted us to go to sleep, and they were like, "Santa's coming." Santa's so, in Hong Kong. Yep. Yeah. Or they, Santa's. They were Santa's like, "He's in, about to be here. You got to go get in your bed." Santa's in Nebraska. Yep. Did get you guys put out reindeer feed in your front yard? What? We left out carrots. Yeah. Oh, my dad used to mix up oatmeal and glitter. And that would be like the reindeer, reindeer feed. And we used to throw it all over our yard. It was like, my that's dad, my so dad cute. is just like the best Santa. Wait, that's, that's so cute. I'm stealing that. Wait, so would he have to like eat it? Or like my break dad, it up in the middle of the night? No, I I actually, Was the reindeer feed still there in the morning? I guess it was still there, but it's like literally oatmeal and sparkles. So I think it kind of just blended into the grass. Yeah, and, or like blew away. 
Or that's when we used to get a lot of snow. I feel like we used to get white Christmases yeah. growing up. We had, I remember having a blizzard one yeah. year and I got my Hillary Duff Metamorphosis CD. I trudged outside and like ran through the snow. Like I was as tall as the snow. <laughs> that was the year we made a big igloo. My neighbors, we all got together. Mostly the dads, actually. Like the dads were more passionate about this project than the kids. Yeah. They built an igloo that was actually looking back such a hazard because if that thing collapsed... Your necks would have snapped. Like, we were all in there. Things that parents did that we were, like, now looking back thinking, hmm. <laughs> we <laughs> that, used to build. I hmm. used to live on a corner. And granted, we were on a quiet street to begin with. But there was, like, a main road. And then there's, like, a smaller street that goes down the side where my house was. And, like, no one ever really drove down there. But on our corner... They were from the plows. The snow would always be so high yeah. on our corner. Like piled up right and there. And so we would literally turn it into a sledding mountain and we would sled into the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> and your parents were just like, have fun, guys. Yeah, they were like, get out of the house. That could have gone south. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We used to go to the elementary school. There were like huge hills there. I was always such a baby, though. I've always been so afraid of injury. I was always the boring kid. People would be sledding and I'd have my feet out in the front catching the snow so I wouldn't go too fast. Well, didn't you have like bone problems? Like you had like sensitive <laughs> yeah, bones. I had brittle bone disease growing up. Adam had brittle sensitive bone disease. Bone. Did you I know about this? No. He yeah. just randomly brought it up when we were in Miami. He's like, yeah, I, I've broken pretty much every single bone in my body at I least once. I used to constantly, I think I've broken legit every bone in my body at least once. One time I dropped the dog food container on my foot, broke my foot. Another. This is actually the crazy one that I told Katie. So I was playing neighborhood tag. I fell in a thing of ivy because we used to, we the neighborhood next to ours was small enough where we could play neighborhood tag in the entire thing and all the neighborhood kids could play it. Yeah. So you could play tag in the entire neighborhood That's and like so everybody's fun. backyard. Yeah, and I was stuff. like, why are you calling it neighborhood tag? That's like literally what it was. We would use the entire neighborhood, including people's backyards and stuff, as like it was like the Hunger Games, but in a neighborhood. We would do that, but we would play capture the flag. We would also do that. Not tag. And that was a really stressful game. Anyway, continue. It's kind of like, I don't know what other people call it, but it was like one person was it. And then, you know. Manhunt. Manhunt, kind of. Yeah. When they would tag somebody, that person we would, would play also man be hunt it. And constantly. you would kind of, like, you could form like squads. Oh, wait, that's what we played too. I don't know why I thought it was capture the flag. It was kind of like a zombie apocalypse. Were there flags the in Manhunt? I think there it. were flags in Manhunt. You had to steal them. Yeah, you had to go find like someone's home base, something, and you had to, yeah, you yeah. Had to get to their base. <clears throat> wow, God, aren't you so happy we like actually had a childhood? Yeah, we had so much fun to be able to do that. I anyway. loved all this outdoor okay, stuff. Okay, explain anyway, your injury. So I was playing neighbor tag, and we were running in this ivy, like away from the person that was it. And I tripped in the ivy, and there was a tree that had recently been cut down, and my arm hit it, and it snapped into like basically a million pieces. Like Jesus. my arm was a squiggly line on the ground, and so that was the, one of the worst times I'd broken my arm. And right after I got the cast off for my arm breaking, I was playing flag football and I caught the football and my wrist snapped <gasps> from catching the football. Trigger. Sorry, this trigger is like a warning. Oh my God. And my then God. after I got the cast off from snapping my wrist, I was playing tennis and I swung the tennis racket and my wrist <laughs> snapped again. Oh my God. Maybe your wrist just didn't heal properly. Potentially. But I mean, there was like also, the, I used to break fingers all the time yeah. when I was swimming. That's so crazy. Like, you know, when you're doing the butterfly? Yeah. I broke my finger, I think, six times swimming just from like hitting somebody in the Sounds lane. Sounds like next you need me, more milk. Would break. Milk well, for strong milk bones, you know? Up. That's like the other thing. Yeah, you Ugh. need milk for strong bones, they say. Or yeah, maybe I used that's to just... be forced to drink a glass of milk with dinner and I graduated to like going to the sink and like 
chugging it over the sink. <laughs> oh, I love dumping milk. it out. And it made me scared as shit. That's why I have like such a fear of injury. I don't think yeah. I'm that adventurous of a person, to be fair. That's fair. So you never had the opportunity to like, get injured. Yeah, I, I'm like a worry wart. I'm a worry wart. I'm a yeah. klutz. So that's what it comes down to. I don't know. I get. I mean, I've gotten more adventurous as time goes on. But as yeah, I was probably like you as a kid, like just very stressed about sledding, stressed about anything that would involve injury. So anyway, yeah, fond childhood memories, fun childhood memories of Santa. Well, while I'm in the email inbox, well, first, does anyone have any dating updates or anything they want to share? Oh, well, I'm talking to like 100 guys at once right now. Oh, yeah. Your hinge is popping off. <laughs> guys, my hinge is crazy. Before we get into the Q&A, Adam, spill. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> now back to the episode. Episode. Okay, we've all been there with our Hinge profiles, handing our phones to friends to get their opinions on which prompts we've chosen and which photos we have and in which order. I mean, I did that before I met my boyfriend on Hinge, but with the voice prompts, you can help your friends even more. With the voice prompt, my best friends take on why you should date me, you can lean on your friends to hype you up to potential matches. Guys, I think I need to update my Hinge profile. I think it's like getting a little stale. Will you take a look? Colby, we need to add the my best friends take on me voice prompt to your Hinge profile. <laughs> It'll be fine. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, Colby, tell me when you're recording. Okay. Okay. Speak. My take on Colby. Colby is a down girl. Anytime you want to do anything, try a new restaurant, go to a workout class, go for a walk, chill at home. Colby is your girl. Katie, what do you think? Give her some hype. Colby is always down. That's true. You actually took mine. <laughs> <laughs> but she's also extremely loyal. She's easy to talk to. Colby is a great listener. Colby's the best. If you're listening to this, you need to date Colby. Oh my God, I'm blushing. Yeah. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes from that. Asking your friend to answer this voice prompt for you can be such a great way to bring encouragement and levity to your dating life. Download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Well, so, you know, I've gone on two dates with that one guy. What yes. do I nickname him? Hollister. Hollister, man. What? How do we feel? I'm. Pro- I'm gonna see him again. I like him, but I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna date him. Like I'm just in my fun, flirty dating era. You Great. Know? So I wanna, you know, have fun. Are you gonna see him before the holidays? He wanted to actually see me tonight, but as you can probably tell in my voice, I've been so freaking. Yeah. Like Katie and I went landed in Miami, and I was the walking black yeah, plague Adam the rest of the trip. Was not well. Something nasty is going around. Yeah, I was unwell, and I feel like I've been sick for a week, but I wasn't that sick until we got to Miami, and then I was The plane, the really, sick. like, the yeah. congestion. I mean, I had this exact thing last yeah. week, and it's like, it's not COVID, it's just, like, something really... A bad virus. It's icky, because it's, like, mucusy. Yeah. It's, like, wet. 
Yeah, like I, I <laughs> sound uh, I sound like, nasty. Yeah. And I haven't really been able to sleep. But well, anyways, he wanted to see me tonight and I was like, sorry. I texted him this morning. I was like, I still feel like shit. Like there's no way. So that's kind of the update on him. But I'm probably gonna see him again, I think. Like he's cool. I like him. Yeah. Um but I we're not gonna like date date, I feel like, probably. Anyways. And then there's that other guy that I matched with on Hinge, who I sent you guys a screenshot of today. Yes. Who gave me a great pickup line. What did he say again? Let me pull it up because it was actually so good. Someone take notes. Um, Not that your body is yummy one. No. Yeah. So I've gotten some <laughs> kind of kind of wild hinges. Your just body like, is yummy. Got a bed with your name on it. This guy. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> as Katie said, this guy messaged me yesterday at 1127 a.m. Your body is yummy. <laughs> and then. I obviously did not respond. 10.53 p.m., almost 12 hours later. Got a bed with your name on it. Smiley face. Gay people are crazy. Has that worked before? <laughs> I'm very concerned if it has. I have no idea. Okay, also before I even go into the um, the Hinge one, I matched with this guy on Rye yesterday, and his intro message to me was, Hey man, this might sound weird, but I'm pretty sure we were sitting near each other on a train from East Hampton to New York City this past summer. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I have no recollection of that, but like, cool, whatever. That could have happened. Yeah, I, I was like, have... totally plausible. I just completely check out on those trains or on those trains. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I just remember because I thought you were attractive. Thought wow. you would have noticed me checking you out. Do you have Snap? I was like, ah, and that's, where, that's where we end. <laughs> and that's where we go the our snap. separate ways. Yeah, the I just snap. feel like when people ask for your Snapchat, it's their way of just wanting to send you half naked photos. Yeah. And destroying the evidence. Exactly. And I just I just don't know that that's what I want They're right now. They're seeking attention. Yeah. Not sure about that. But anyways, I have two other prospects on Hinge that I've been talking to on top of Canada, who I'm going to see in January. So I just have like, I think I have four guys technically in rotation right now. Pop off. That's great. Which is crazy. But so this guy who I like on Hinge, he's a doctor. So he has kind of a crazy schedule. And so we haven't really been able to meet up. But then yesterday he messages me, said, I heard someone's back in the city with the eye emojis. And I said, who'd you hear that from? And he said, same source that told me I can take you out for a drink this week. I was like, that's good. There it is. He means you, right? E- I don't know. I think he was just alluding to... <laughs> Who'd you hear that from? Same a little birdie. That- oh, okay. I'm like, who's the source? I think the source is just like... It's like just a little birdie I think it's just me. like a flirty thing, you know? To be honest, I didn't quite pick up on that the first time, but now I get it. Yeah. And I think it's... Regardless, it's, it's, it's smooth. It sounds I smooth. I think he was maybe... <laughs> alluding to you were the source oh yeah i think you were the source because why uh yeah did you tell him that you he could take you out for a drink when you're back or does he follow you on instagram he doesn't follow me on instagram that's i don't know regardless Whatever. i thought it was a regardless good yeah it was a we're good reading line. too far into yeah. it it we're was a good too, we're overanalyzing. It was we're overanalyzing story of my life he also wanted to go get a drink tonight so i was like well like guys people are cramming it in before the holidays it's like guys yeah. everybody needs a Monday to date take is a ambitious. chill just invite them all to colby's holiday party and yeah then, oh my like, god i honestly should you know That'd be kind of crazy you know from that movie she's the man yeah where she like has disguises oh well she's like a man <laughs> she's and, her brother <laughs> and she's her brother and she like goes into the porter potty she's like on like two separate dates like with like people like yes you, you should do that with channing tatum you should wear like a disguise 
I'll have two Christmas outfits. And you'll have like one guy will be on one side of the party and the other guy will be on the other side of the party. And like, you'll just like, wait, what if you made it? It'd be so funny if you made it like a masquerade, but it's obviously too late for it's that. It's a little too late. Yeah. For that. But that would be so sick as an idea. We, for a future we had party. an idea of doing that, but we just decided not to. I feel like we've never done a masquerade party in the city, but I feel like it's such a fun idea. I know next year we should do it. I'm down. Maybe. We should have a big New Year's Eve masquerade. We should do a big New Year's Eve match made masquerade next year. Down. Sold. Coming in 2024. Yeah. We need a year to plan. We need a party planner. <laughs> I can do it. Party oh yeah, Colby can plan Colby can plan it. Um, we need a venue. Colby can plan it. Okay. <laughs> you, I'm done. I you, got it. You got it. It's in your hands now. It'll yeah. be a swanky affair. Wow. Yeah, but then I have one other... My, dating life conclusion is then I have one other guy who I've been talking with pretty frequently starting yesterday and he's really cute and I have a feeling he's gonna ask me on a date soon so honestly by the time we record next week guys I will maybe have been on three dates wow wow so, that would be crazy putting in work guys I'm just saying like when I'm, do you have time before I, you leave I haven't figured that part out yet oh <laughs> I haven't figured got gotten that far. Well, I did. Oh, actually, that's uh, with this guy who did the good pickup line. I agreed to go on a date with him on Thursday, but I have a work thing at five. I'm doing a cooking class, so I was oh, like, "Oh, that's adorable! Yeah, that's we did fine. that at L'Oreal." Yeah, I'm excited. Where is it? Do you I know? planned it. It's in somewhere in Midtown. I forget the exact company, but oh, once fine. we record next week, I'll give an update on how it was. Yeah, that is sounds so cute. Top. No, I, I would know what it was. It's like and you have options of what you can cook. So you pick one thing, obviously, but you can either do like a sushi making class or you can do a pasta, like a spinach um, oh, ricotta cute. thing, like make your own pasta. Or you can do um, dumplings, like Asian dumplings. Which one did you pick? We did the spinach ricotta because we felt like that would be the most inclusive. Like yeah, most inclusive people will like it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Wait, love. So I'm doing that, that on Thursday yummy. and then I'm going straight from that to getting a drink with this guy. Yeah, I think it's all about just like sandwiching the plans. That's yeah. what I did with Jack. Yeah. Like I went to dinner with you guys and then met up with him after. Exactly. Right. It's like sandwiching the plans and then also that way it's like an easier out if you sandwich it the right way. Exactly. It's like, oh, I got to go. GTG. Sorry. GTG. GTG. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Anyways. Wait. Let's answer a question. Yes. I have to leave. Colby has to go to a dinner. It's my roommate's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Maggie. Yes. So Adam and I are going to answer some questions, but we will bid adieu to Colby until next week. Bye, Colby. Tell Maggie we say hello. hello. And the girls. Okay. And just like that. Just you and me, kid. It's just you and me, kid. Can you mute Colby's mic? Yeah. Let's find out which one it is and then just mute it. Here's looking at you, kid. You know that movie? Here's looking, Here's at, you, looking kid. at you, kid. No, of I've all heard. the gin joints, you had to walk into mine. No. It's Casablanca. I don't think I've seen that. Casablanca? You haven't seen Casablanca? No. Oh my God. The last I time will I say, saw subtle it, plug that Katie just got me onto the show that I'm obsessed with. Oh, wait, yeah. The Gilded Age. Gilded Age is the best show. It's honestly slept on. I feel like no one talks about it. Everyone talks about Bridgerton. No one talks about the Gilded Age. It's on HBO. And it's incredible. I love it. They're on season two now. They put out one episode a week and it's really good. I'm it's glad. like old and new money New York, but back in the day. And yeah. It's the it's drama, like, the politics. It's the Gilded Age of New York. Yeah. Which is like yeah. the Vanderbilts and the Astors. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's just, it's just so it's good. I don't want to spoil it, but it's just so good. It's like very similar theme to Bridgerton where it's like love and 
finances and and like trying to like build an empire and trying to be like status, trying to be the coolest in town and throwing the best galas and getting married and and there's a gay love story, so I love it. That's why I was like, you need. I don't know how you haven't seen this because like the one guy is sexy, John Adams. Oh yeah, they're hot. They're all hot. Like, honestly, it's hot. Yes, I'm anyway. So definitely check it out. Gilded Age on HBO. Love. All right. Advice segment. Okay. I have two questions that I starred. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. Advice segment. This is the caption or the, oh my God, this is the subject line. I'm losing it. Advice segment. Am I the captain of this sinking ship? Okay. Dramatic. I love it. I love the drama. Dear Katie Colby and Adam. First off, I sing your praises to anyone that asks me about my favorite podcast. Katie, I've been with you since your iPhone 5. I trust your advice oh, com- completely. iPhone so 5? Is that even like a thing? The wow. iPhone prototype version of Katie. Okay. I was with my ex-boyfriend for four years and we lived together for three. We spoke about having a family and getting married and I was happy. He was my best friend. He broke up with me in April. So like this past April mm-hmm. without much explanation, but our tenancy didn't end until August. So they were living together in August. And because moving back home would mean an hour commute for both of us, we stayed in the house until the tenancy ended. I slept with the enemy. Wow. Dramatic. Physically and (laughs) metaphorically. I love it. I had hoped we would get back together, but that didn't happen. And that heartbreak hit harder than the first time. Aw. So does this mean like they slept together after breaking up? Yes. Okay. While they were living together? Yes. Okay. Based on my understanding. Okay. So moral is that she's heartbroken. Yes. Fast forward three months of no contact and we're now seeing each other again. This time feels different. We're communicating more physically, very affectionate, and he always seems excited to see me, but I'm too scared to bring it up with him because I'm 90% sure he will say he doesn't want to get back together. Oh, because she's just like traumatized from the past times that, but I think she just, maybe she knows deep in her heart that like, He's just interested in like casual stuff. Yeah. Further context. He broke up with me briefly after three months when we first started dating and the same pattern of events occurred in a shorter time frame. I don't know. He sounds flaky to me. So she was with her ex-boyfriend for four years. They lived together for three of those four years. After three months, when they first started dating, he broke up with her. So he just seems like wishy-washy. Oh my God. I haven't told, this is another detail, she said, I haven't told anyone out of fear of people telling me I've brought it upon myself. He hasn't really explained why he broke up with me in the first place, question mark. I've started to think that maybe I'm just bringing this sadness on myself whilst holding out hope that the situation will get better. I do love him, but I can't shake the feeling that I'm going to end up back at square one and it will all be my own doing. Am I just a captain determined to sync with our relationship? Or do you think the fact that we keep finding our way back together actually means something? Yours sincerely, Captain M. Oh, I love that. Good storyteller. I like the nautical theme, but this is a tricky situation. I feel like he has given her a lot of reasons to not trust him. And like, is the reason they found their way back to each other because they're truly like in love and it makes sense or is it because maybe there aren't that many other options and she feels like they've just like fallen back into it because or that's it's all just they know. easy when you've already like figured out like you already know someone it's easier like less stressful than having to start over i guess so yeah. sometimes it's just like you yeah you fall back into old patterns just out of convenience yeah and like you already know your way around the ship 
you know? <laughs> you already know where all the secret passageways are. Katie's up with the nautical theme. I think if he's not willing to, I think you, like, it's, it's sketching me out that, like, he keeps just, like, breaking up with you and then, like, getting back together. I agree. And she doesn't even know the reason that he broke up with her after three months the I first time. I think maybe for closure, you need to figure that information out. Yeah. Like, you need to literally be like, hey, why'd you break up with me? And, like, I need an answer. And I think you might need to, like, I don't know if this is blunt, but, like, respect yourself enough to, like, get the answers you need before just, like, blindly continuing with something. Right. Like, if, if this is bothering you, I think you need to, like, pause, put pump the brakes, and have, like, a really honest conversation. Right. And get the answers you need so you're not just, like, living, like, those experiences where you're, like, living and it feels like you're watching yourself do something, like, you're kind of, like, an out-of-body experience, like, watching yourself do something and you're, like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Like, that, I've been there before. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. But I will say, like, I feel like when you're in a solid relationship, like, you're not confused. Yeah. Maybe, like, 5% of the time you're confused. If you, I don't know. But not as much as this. She's also going to think about it nonstop for the rest of her life if they end up making it past a specific amount of time, you know? I don't know. This like, I feel like it's always going to weigh on her mind. I would try to have a conversation and get some closure on some of the unanswered questions and then make your decision from there if it makes sense to keep seeing him. Well, have you tried to see other people? That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if it's like a lack of other options that force, not force, but cause them to get back together for. I feel like you have to see what's out there to stick with the nautical theme. It's a big wide world there out are, there, sister. It's a big ocean. There's many fish in the sea. And yeah, if it's right, you're not going to be confused. No. Like, I think that that's just something that I wish that I had known sooner. It's like, if you, if it's right, if it's like meant to happen, it should feel, you shouldn't feel confused. You should know how they feel about you. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel concerned or worried to have a conversation. So do with that what you will. Your North Star will be clear. Captain M, best of luck on this journey. On this voyage. Yeah, best of luck. Okay. Next question, a little bit different. Hey, Katie, Colby, and Adam. First of all, I love the podcast. I listen to you guys on my morning commute, and you make it significantly more bearable. Yay. Okay, so I'll try to keep this short. I'm going to a wedding in New Zealand with my boyfriend in February, and his ex is going to be there. For context, my boyfriend and I have been together for about eight months now, and his previous relationship went on for about five years. They broke up earlier this year, and it was a civil breakup as they grew apart, and she was quite nasty to him, apparently. Oh, so it was civil, but civil, not but civil. she was kind of a bitch. Civil, but hearing. she was a bitch. Okay. My boyfriend is from New Zealand, and their mutual friends are getting married in February. My boyfriend invited me to go as I've never been to New Zealand before. So, of course, I said yes. Sounds like it'd be really fun over there. Yeah. Originally, I didn't think his ex would be going to the wedding. Now, however, I have just found out she's going to be there, but apparently with her new boyfriend. I'm feeling really insecure about this, as from what I've heard, her. I've heard of her and her messages. Wait, that was a lot of things. I'm feeling really insecure about this as from what I've heard of her and messages exchanged between the two of them. They lived together when they broke up. So a lot of things had to sort out housewise. She doesn't seem like a very pleasant person. I'm worried that this wedding may bring up old feelings for my boyfriend or that she's going to be on a mission to get him back. 
She still likes all of his social media posts and was sad when she found out that me and him were together, but she is now in a new relationship. Now I'm feeling uneasy about being on the other side of the world at this wedding where the only person I know is my boyfriend and feeling lonely and crappy of him and his ex strike up a combo. Any advice for managing this would be greatly appreciated as I'm currently feeling sick with anxiety about it. Thank Aww. you guys. That's sad. I feel like you're going to ruin it for yourself if you keep letting it eat you alive. Like you just kind of need to know in the back of your head, like he's with you. She is with a new guy. Yeah. Like her sole mission of this wedding, if it is to try to get your boyfriend back, then that's weird. Like that's on her, you know? I don't know. I'm also curious, like, have you had this conversation with your boyfriend? Like, what has that been like? Or is this more so just something that's eating you up that you're nervous about it? Well, I would see how it might be tough to bring it up to the boyfriend or like you might feel awkward because like you don't want him to think that you're questioning his loyalty or like thinking that maybe he would be unfaithful in any way. Yeah. Like, but I mean, that would be a pretty indicating, like a very indicating factor of like what's yeah right for you if like if your boyfriend's going to sway that easily with just like the ex like come on we don't want to be with him anyway so i wouldn't worry about that also like maybe you a weird thing to say but he wouldn't have invited you on the trip if he was interested in pursuing the ex-girlfriend i feel like right yeah no of course he would have been like oh i'm just going to this wedding whatever like i don't get a plus one or something like they've that. been together for eight months i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about this i i yeah. think like these are all natural things to think about though of course if you hear like a girl is nasty and like you're dating her ex like i would be a little nervous as well yeah like if jack had like i'm putting myself in her shoes i would but also i'm like secure in my relationship like i know how he feels about me so i'm not concerned i wouldn't be concerned but I would, I would be nervous, like, about having, like, an, a situation where I have to speak to this girl one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Like, that would be scary for me, I think. Literally so, just say hi. Just try smile. to avoid that at all costs. I would just try to make some random friends. Weddings, everyone's so damn happy at weddings and, like, yeah. you know, dancing, drinking. Like, it's so easy just to, like, make a random friend that you'll never see again. But Or you could, maybe. But, like, a random friend. Yeah, just prioritize. Just like, compliment someone on their dress. Yeah. And become instant friends. Say, hey, do you want to go grab a drink at the bar? Yeah, don't feel like you need to be besties with this girl or spend the entire wedding with her. Do you think the girlfriend's going to feel awkward? I feel like, are the ex-girlfriend's going to feel awkward? In my opinion, they dated for five years. Like, the boyfriend is definitely going to say hi to the ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be, like, one fleeting situation where they're saying hi and then, like, stand on opposite sides of the room for the rest of the night. Yeah, exactly. Like they, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't need to hang out and be besties. Like, they just need to say hi and get over it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, it's inevitable. If they avoid each other the entire wedding, that's even more awkward. No, I think you say, Especially like, they have mutuals. literally three words. And I feel like the boyfriend's not going to want to spend endless amounts of time with Yeah, if he says she's nasty anyway. and they got in arguments, like, don't yeah, worry I about feel it. Like, yeah, don't, to your point earlier, like, don't let it ruin the wedding for you and your first time in new zealand yeah, that's such a fun trip you like know? just i would literally just like pretend like she doesn't exist like that might sound mean but do what you got to do to protect your peace i would literally yeah, just like pretend like she doesn't exist just say hi like you Spell said that not. there was a chance that she might not go or like you thought in the original or in the beginning that she wasn't going like i would just like stick to that in my mind be like i can't see i'm blind like, she's not here. She didn't come. Suddenly like, I'm blind. I would literally just... But again, if you have confidence in your relationship, like, this isn't a problem. 
Yeah. Like, just enjoy the trip. Don't let it bother you. But it's, I understand, I see we see how you, you could feel anxious about it. Like, I hate confrontation. Confrontation is like the scariest thing. Yeah. So Katie's, I understand. Katie's not a confrontation girl. But I really feel like there's probably a 5% chance that this ex girlfriend is going to confront you in any way. But they are going to say hi for right. sure. Yes. But like, I don't think that there's going to be like one of those movie moments of like someone pouring a drink on someone. Yes, like, exactly. how dare you steal my ex? Yeah. Or like, she's. She brought the her own boyfriend to like flex on you guys. Like I don't. I feel like people are not like in crazy real life like that, that crazy. Like I feel like there was like a five percent chance that that could. Occur. There are definitely people who are that crazy, but I don't know. I believe in you. Enjoy the trip. Yeah. Try not to think about it too much. Yeah. Have exactly. fun with your boyfriend. Meet some new people, like Katie said. Yeah. Make a random wedding friend. Wedding friends are the best. When you're yeah. just like never going to see him again. Like, oh my God, that Chicago wedding I went to recently. Yeah. I made so many wedding friends. We all follow each other on Instagram. And haven't talked to that many of them since. Yeah. <laughs> no, we I respond to each other's stuff sometimes. I actually have so many people like that. I have to like scrub my Instagram of like. You were talking about that the other day. No, I follow. And I have such. A, this is my problem. This is my toxic trait. I have a really hard time unfollowing people. Like I feel it in my gut. Like they're going to hate me for the rest of their life. Same. I'm kind of the same way. I'm kind of cursed because I remember in. Like the transition from high school to college, I unfollowed a lot of people from high school because mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck am I following you? Like, we don't speak or you hate me. So, or you're a bully. So why am I following you? So I like scrubbed my Instagram then of like a lot of high school people. And I remember distinctly this one girl that actually my friends or my parents are friends with her parents. And I unfollowed her because like we actually literally didn't speak. Like yeah. we were not friends. I don't know why I was following her. And my parents were over at her parents house and she walked out and like i guess made a snide remark about how she's like oh yeah your daughter unfollowed me on instagram my mom comes home she goes how dare you unfollow x on instagram (laughs) and i'm like mom we are not friends she goes okay fine (laughs) my mom's like okay we'll drop it but i'm like i i literally that ate me alive yeah and i still have not seen her since like i still haven't seen her since this like i don't oh my god i can't wait to hear who this is um but no, it's like I feel so guilty about unfollowing people, but yeah, I'm the same. Way. It, I'm getting to the point where I actually can't see like the the things I want to see on my feed. Like I don't see anything good. It's all like just like stuff. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't. This isn't feeding me, you know. Yeah, your feed isn't feeding. Anyway, so those are my thoughts on on that. I'm with it. Let's do a group Instagram following scrub. Yeah. Oh, my parents are going to... Do you want to meet up with my parents? Where are they going? Oh, my parents are in the city, everyone. Um, but it's one of those things where they come for like three days with their with their friends. And um, they love to tell me that they, they're like, we'll schedule you in if we can. Like, I'm like an afterthought. I'm like a maybe they can fit me into their schedule. So they're like, oh, tonight we might like be available after dinner. I'm like, oh, you might be available. Like, you're in my town and... They're busy. They're booked and busy. They're having a fun old time in the city. Anyway, they're trying to figure out more plans because last year they went to the MoMA. Hmm. And I've, loved, I've liked going to the MoMA. Um, we haven't been to a museum in a while, I feel well, like. Well, they love to talk about how last year they went to the MoMA and they were like deathly hungover. And like all the parents, like three f- couples of parents get in the sweats and they're in the MoMA. And one of the exhibits was just toenail clippings. Ew. Like in little vials. And... That, they love to bring that up. How so, they were all vomiting in the bathroom and hopefully they have a better. Clippings. Yeah, they're they're having a good. They're going to um, Oscar Wilde right now, oh, which fun. is a very festive, like fun bar. 
People were asking us for holiday recommendations. Yeah, we we told gave them, them last time, though. Yeah, 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 we told them that. We said Oscar Wilde. And then after, they're going to supper for dinner, which is like a really good dinner place. Oh, supper's so good. In Lower East Side. Italian. Cash only, by the way, though. So yeah. prepare accordingly. But very good. And then I think they're going to Pete's Tavern or Village Some Tavern tomorrow. Oh, I love Pete's Tavern. They went to Tara Blue's Jazz Bar last night until I heard of that. the crack of dawn. Like, my parents are party animals. We need a match-made um, list that can just be, like, a running shared list, you know? I feel like people always ask us for that. that yeah, we should put it in our highlights. All these things. Be, there's just not enough hours in the day. Guys, we got a lot to do. All right. Yeah. But we love you. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll have another episode for you next week, and then we're taking off. The week of Christmas. For Christmas. New Year's. Yes. What day of the week is New Year's? New Year's is on uh, Sunday, I think. Monday. Monday. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. Sunday and New Year's Day is Monday. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be back that week. We're only taking off Christmas week. Yeah, exactly. For a much needed hiatus. Yes. For the microphones. End of year break. Um, But then we'll be back with like updates of Christmas and stuff. Yeah. And And I'm dating like a million people one time. Yeah. So there'll be updates with that. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, cool. Well, we'll talk to you next week. It's been fun. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Nailed it. That was good. Yeah. We're so cute. Oh.